Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope you are just embracing the fact that you are alive and taking another breath, thanking God for that wonderful privilege to be the light in our world. Lord knows we need a lot of light out there, so I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, either for the first time or as a regular listener, you are the light. And my hope is that by sharing this daily process that Alana and I go through with you on Thursdays, that something that I speak into will spark you to take your um, inspiration, to take your God-given love and peace and joy and grace and all those things and, and share it in the world in a way that God's name will be honored. So let's jump right in. For those of you who are new, totally unrehearsed, I just go from several sources and we talk about what God is speaking today into me and ultimately into you through me. So let's go right with the verse of the day. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. Alana's just leaving there. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So what's been going on in, in my life, our life, we've had a tumultuous week and this verse really sums it up. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. We had a lot of that going on in this household. And let me tell you, it's it's um, the trials that I believe God puts you through. Will, it's a, it is a test. He is testing you and me and, and us. But the test is an amazing test because he feels like we're ready for more. But we but we need to be tested. And it's a it's a test of our faith. It's our test of our trust in him. I think every every time we get tested, it's a way to reveal to 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 you and me, to us, what it is that we're still holding on to and what we need to give up to God. So it's almost it's so interesting the further I deepen my relationship with God and following Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I think the tests get a little bit tougher, which makes sense because then then I'm able to to do more for the kingdom because I've been tested because I know that the further I step into my faith, the further I deepen my relationship with Jesus, the, the more the enemy will try to attack. So I just love this verse and the power of confessing your sins to each other and praying for each other. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So it just is this amazing trajectory to just keep going up and up and up. And I just love that trajectory. I just love the peace that it gives the joy that it gives and the confidence that it gives in our amazing God. Because 
you know, the more, the more I rest in, in that, the more I understand his amazing blessing. And, um, I am just, I am just overwhelmed with, with joy at this never ending, uh, love relationship with God that, that takes place. So now let's jump into a plan here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go back to this. And what I'm going to read from is, I'm going to give you the keys. <laughs> I'm going to read here from Jeremiah. Covenant is broken. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Listen to the terms of this covenant and tell them to the people of Judah and to those who live in Jerusalem. Tell them that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Cursed is the one who does not obey the terms of this covenant. The terms I commanded your ancestors when I brought them out of Egypt, out of the iron smelting furnace. I said, obey me and do everything I command you you will be my people and I will be your God. Then I will fulfill the oath I swore to your ancestors to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, the land you possess today. I answered, Amen, Lord. So here we go. And this applies today. God made that same promise to us. And in return, he just says, obey, be obedient. And the irony of being obedient to God is, if we're obedient to God, we're going to have the land of milk and honey. <laughs> it's just crazy. If we turn away from our own thoughts and our own strength and just surrender to God, we're going to have the best of the best. But it is the fear and all of that stuff and the the false the false belief that we can control anything that keeps us trapped keeps me trapped at times although i'm much freer than i've ever been and continue to get freer every day but that is the snare of the enemy he works on fear and he works on you can do it and all of those kinds of things the Lord said to me, proclaim all these words in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the terms of this covenant and follow them. From time, from the time I brought your ancestors up from Egypt until today, I warned them again and again saying, obey me, just what we talked about. But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubbornness of their evil hearts. That's the thing, you can follow easily the flesh, the body. The body is always going to desire more, 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 more. It's an insatiable quest for more. That is the body, that is the flesh. And just understanding that and just resting in that saying, oh, this desire is never going to go away. However, I know that I have to turn away from that desire 
and turn to the spirit, turn to God. Turn away from the flesh back to the spirit. We do fasts, Alana and I do fasts, and that's the whole process of fasting is to turn away from, in this case, the food and turn to the spirit. So you can prove to yourself, well, man, I can do it with food. I can do it with anything, right? That is the lesson that goes across um, all areas of your life. So that's one of the cool way, cool things about fasting. Okay, so he said, obey me, but they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed their evil hearts. So I brought on them all the curses of the covenant I commanded them to follow but that they did not keep. Then the Lord said to me, there is a conspiracy among the people of Judah and those who live in Jerusalem. They have returned to the sins of their ancestors who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant I made with their ancestors. So there you go. God, you know, God does not forget. God remembers these things. <laughs> I mean, and, and again, application for today, God is with me every step of the way. So, so I cannot turn, I cannot turn to other gods, money, uh, people, all those things and put them ahead of God. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both Israel and Judah have broken the covenant I made with their ancestors. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. The towns of Judah and the people of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods to whom they burn incense. Help them at all when disaster strikes. You, Judah, have as many gods as you have towns, and the altars you have set up to burn incense to that shameful god Baal are as many as the streets of Jerusalem. Do not pray for this people or offer any plea or petition for them, because I will not listen when they call to me in the time of their distress. What is my beloved doing in my temple as she, with many others, works out her evil schemes? Can consecrate meat avert your punishment? Consecrated meat avert your punishment. When you engage in your wickedness, then you rejoice. The Lord called you a thriving olive tree with fruit, beautiful in form. But with the roar of a mighty storm, he will set it on fire, and its branches will be broken. The Lord Almighty, who planted you, has decreed disaster for you, because the people of both Israel and Judah have done evil and aroused my anger by burning incense to Baal. Because the Lord revealed their plot to me, I knew it, for at the time he showed me what they were doing. I had been like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not realize that they had plotted against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree and its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But you, Lord Almighty, who judge righteously and test the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause. And there it is tested my, I love this, just what we talked about, tested my heart and mind. Those are the trials that I was talking about earlier, that we do get tested, and the Lord is going to test our faith, 
I believe, that way. So it is up to us to demonstrate faith in, you know, in the midst of, in the midst of, of trials. How much can we lean on our faith, the unseen, what we know that we can't control? Where do we put our trust? Where do we put our faith? Is it in the Lord? That is the key. Um, Let's see, where was it? But the Lord Almighty who judge righteously and test the heart and mind, let me serve your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the people of Anathoth who are threatening to kill you, saying, do not prophesy in the name of the Lord or you will die by our hands. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says, I will punish them. The young men will die by the sword, their sons and daughters by famine. Not even a remnant will be left to them because I will bring disaster on the people of Anathoth in the year of their punishment. You know, that is the thing back in the Old Testament. God really was frustrated with people. And I think God's frustration was, I mean, I don't know. I can't think for God, obviously, but it just seems from everything I've read in the Old Testament is that it's a story of just a God who is just gets like, what are these people doing? They keep turning and and worshiping other gods. They keep turning and and to other things. And it's like, why do they do that? Why do people do that? It is so crazy. So God just you know, he he displayed and he was if you if you if you didn't obey him, the the action was swift. You knew right away. Uh, because he he uh, he had his way with you. Um, so just so interesting. I think it's something we, I just need to continue to be aware of. Next, I want to do from a, from a plan here. It said shielded by God. When you feel burdened or fearful, where do you go? Meditate on this prayer about God as a refuge from Psalm 119, 114. Let's see what it's got here. I don't know how long this is going to be. Oh, this should be able to work. Welcome to this Vibe Meditation. I'm James Seawood. When you feel burdened or fearful, where do you go? A refuge is where you run to when you are in danger. God created refuge cities in ancient Israel so that people who were wrongly accused or in danger could hide out in those cities. There they would be safe, cared for, and protected from harm. Take a moment to close your eyes and take a deep breath. Imagine being in that safe place. Psalm 119 verse 114 says, You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. How 
do you see God being your hiding place? God tells us that he will protect us. When we pray, God brings us into his presence and shelters us from harm. His very nearness is good for us. His word is our hope. So where is your refuge? Join me as we meditate, reflect, and pray about God as our refuge. Protector God, you are my safe place. You are my rest. I can trust you because I know you are absolutely sovereign and perfectly good. Help me to lean into you all the time. Not just when I need help or go through something hard. Build my faith, dear God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you can, bow down today. Get on your knees. Get all the way on the floor if you are able. If you can't do this, that's okay. Find a posture or get into a frame of mind that allows you to humble yourself and place yourself under the shield of our great God. O refuge and shield, let me hide myself in you now. Don't let my heart be fooled into thinking that anyone or anything else can comfort, fulfill, or shelter me. Only you can, Lord. Expose the idols in my life, the things and people that I use to make myself feel better instead of you. Let me run to you as my true hope, shelter, refuge, and God. You care for me as a father cares for his child. You love me with an everlasting love. Teach my heart to trust you today and destroy the false idols and comforts in my life that are not of you. As you begin to come out of the stillness of prayer, grab onto the things God spoke to you. Internalize them. Ask him to help you remember that he is a safe place. He is the true hope, the true refuge, the true rest. Until next time, may you abide in Christ. All right, so good. You guys, <laughs> you see how this works? I was just talking about obeying God and it's gonna be all good. And then totally separate source goes right into that Psalm 119, 114. And the end of this devotion is, are you feeling overwhelmed or stressed out? Experience peace by listening to meditations in the Abide app. So that's what it's all about, you know? It is turning to God in every situation, both good and bad, um, all the time for all the things. And the more you can do that, the more I can do that, the more joyful life becomes because it's that promise that I know a minute from now, an hour, a week, a month, a year, God is gonna be with me through the whole process. Through my entire life, he's gonna be right by my side. It's up to me to just acknowledge that and uh, rest in that. Like this uh, meditation talked about, that's my refuge, knowing that. And that is an aggressive place to be. It's not a passive thing to rest. That is what Jesus did. That was part of his lifestyle is to rest in silence and solitude and 
commune with his father. And that is what we are called to do. And that's a very strong posture. It's not something that's weak and meek. It's the strength of God and having that, that power within you to go in the world and do his work for the kingdom, make his name known with our lives, our examples. We can model Jesus for this world and Jesus is all about love. So I think that will wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time, really appreciate it. Like the podcast, follow the podcast, share it with your friends. If you got something out of it, comment to me. I'd love to hear your comments. And until next time, next Thursday, another episode of Coffee in Christ will be coming at you. And of course, on Monday, we have Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday. Great interview with, um, with a dear, dear friend of mine, Ed Lazaro. So tune in for that. You'll get some amazing wisdom. All right, y'all have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. This has been Robert Bolden, Life Transformed Coffee and Christ.